Welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. I'm Sarah Madras. And I'm Jenny Midgley. And this is the show where you come as you are with the courage to speak up and tell a better story. And today on the show, we are very excited for our uh, guest today. The lovely Joanna Johnson is joining us from Ontario. Unlearn16 is my TikTok handle. I have since translated that into a podcast of my own, Unlearn16 mm-hmm. Classes in Session. Because I've been doing so many different things, but it's it's I forget that I actually... Because I do so many things, even during uh, March break, that I forget I'm actually on March break. I just didn't go to school today. Like, I have so many things that I, I'm trying to accomplish in a couple weeks. Right. But thank you guys so much. So just so everybody knows, I'm a horrible person and I got the clock <laughs> wrong. Sometimes even teachers can be dope. So it all works out that way. And it's making me wonder. So we were recording a boundaries episode and talking about boundaries. And what happens to me is when I make a mistake like that or misschedule or get it wampadoodle, it is because I violated my own boundaries by over scheduling. And I'm like, son of a bitch. It got you me. Know what? So I was it a boundary thing? Was it a boundary thing? She said wampadoodle. No. It's just flat out stupidity. <laughs> I don't, I wish I could, you know what I mean? That boundary. Like, I wish I had an articulate sounding answer for this, but I, I'm not, but that boundary issue sounds like when you go to a, a job interview and they say, what are your negative characteristics? And everybody in a, invariably says, I, I just take on too much because I'm a perfection. Like, it's like a backhanded call. You're yes. complimenting yourself. Yes. Whereas for me, this was straight up stupidity. <laughs> but we're happy that you're here. We're not going to dwell I mean, on it. I was I was taking a picture of my new sweatshirt to post. That's literally that I was doing. (laughs) I love your honesty. I I love it. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. And and so can we see your new sweatshirt? Oh, sure. It's what part of my birth. Oh, yes. My dude. It's my dude. This is an old bird. Jared, I was all, my merch guy was like, can you take a few pictures? I need to use it for this and this. And I said, sure, I'll go take a few pictures and miss an incredibly important podcast. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problem. I'm that. so excited about that sweatshirt though. My dude. Listen, I'm going to come back another time and give you the full, anytime you guys want. You know what I'm going to do though? I'm going to give you all my phone number. Yes. And you are going to call me and make sure I'm not a moron a second time around. <laughs> I'm going to alleviate that responsibility from myself and put it directly on. Oh my God. So when, so your merch stuff is out now for your. Merch stuff's all out. Yeah. It's doing really well. It's yeah, it's doing well. I'm having a lot of fun with it. A lot of people will, cause I have such an amazing guy and it's not like my, it's not like they're being manufactured for me. We're not there. But so when it, when a follower or a fan or whatever calls and says, or messages me and said, I really would love it. If you had this quote, I said, give me five minutes. And my merch guy makes up the shirt, puts it up there, even if it's for one person. Mm-hmm. They're like, you like said that? Cool. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I yeah. that, that was a thing. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, we could do that if we did. Yeah, there's a there's two different ways to do it. Like you could do that. You like have the merch that's designed and that's the one that you like. Those are the choices. Or you can have a, a company that will do one offs or a, a single. Love it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so I don't, it's not like I run, I don't do this out of pocket, so I don't run a whole line. There's not sweatshirts in my basement somewhere. I'm not doing that. That's too much for me to negotiate. Like, I've seen people do that, and and then their garage is filled. I'm like, I don't, 
listen, I can't get to a podcast on time. I'm pretty sure I'm not packaging my own sweatshirt. That's good for me to know because I have had this in my brain, this idea and vision of a future line of clothing uh, for emotional intelligence for males. Us. A brave boy's clothing and instead of she thinks my tractor's sexy it's she she thinks my eq is sexy TM. you know things like that who thinks anybody's tractor sexy it's I, a whole country song. song it's kenny chesney, kenny chesney. come on y'all are from north carolina <laughs> <laughs> it's a different ecosystem or like feelings help me grow and have that all that kind of stuff but i thought i had to do this whole like thing and it felt really you know overwhelming what? you can call me after and i can tell you how easy it was and and relatively how simplistic it was and you just need to set up a couple of the different accounts and mm-hmm. that's it and then you need a graphic designer because i can't do that in order right. to create sort of the visuals with pdfs but it's yeah. a good thing we know some of those i know joe no, jo- there you go <laughs> i joe joe does everything <laughs> so what else do you have going on over there you got your merch what else you got popping I'm doing my podcast. You guys need to come on my podcast. That's what needs Anytime. to happen. Anytime. You guys need to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing my podcast once a week. I have a couple of cool people coming up, hopefully, that will be on it. And I'm doing that. I Teaching has been the full-time gig. I want to start to try to figure out, I've had a lot of requests for me to come speak at schools mm-hmm. and businesses like that, but I don't really have a conduit to to stream that through. So I need to figure out how to do that and how to set that up. And so to have requests come in, yep. especially in, in, in Ontario anyways, we're just now getting rid of all of our mandates. So mm-hmm. it's it more accessible for me to go to all these different places if they want me to come. Yeah. Yeah. We can certainly offline. We can talk about that because both of us mm-hmm. do the public speaking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to talk about it. It's my thing, right? It's like when people say, do you want to... What do you want to do? I love the podcast, but I really love a room full yeah, of people. Yes. Yes. And conversation. That's teaching. And everybody's like, are you going to quit teaching? And I'm like, no. But even if I don't teach in the classroom at some point in my life, I that's still what I'll be doing with if I do TED Talks. or Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yep. Look, I spoke to a room, uh, or not a room, it was a driveway full of 20 eighth grade girls on Sunday about social media from the perspective of self-esteem and image and like how not everything you that you can't see, you can't believe everything. And the reason that I can tell okay. you that is because I'm the one that's creating the fake content for right. people to see yeah. on websites and social media. <laughs> well, it's not even just the fake content, right? It's like the filters. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do it, but it's like the slight adjustment to your cheekbone or the yeah. slight adjustment to your thigh. It doesn't have to be this overwhelming, but it really does give such an illusion of perfection. Like people... I'll constantly say, because I say I'm 46, and they're like, oh my God, how are you 46? What do you do? And I said, listen, here's what I do. I've never smoked. I don't drink. I don't, I've never, I, I don't do any of that. I don't wear makeup. And I carry a ring light and a filter everywhere I go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people don't get the power of that. Like yeah. when I'm on a uh, TikTok live, they're like, why do you look this way? I go, it's really, it really is really good lighting. Well, and it's yeah. occupied like multiple 
times on the TikTok live where that comes up and you're like moving the key, like you're moving the iPad, you're changing the lights. Like it's like, I don't know what filter I have. It's been over multiple lives that that comes up and because new people come in and they're like, how is that? You don't look like that in that video. I was sitting in my car in that video. Right. Talking, you know, in front of the auto zone. There's the best lighting though. A lot of people are like, what do you do in your car? Is it because you have a cool car? I said, absolutely not. Yeah, I love my car, but it's the best lighting I can find. That's the reason. You have a built-in reflector with your dashboard. So the light is coming in and it's like a built-in, like perfect flag. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the right time of day? Yep. I, around five o'clock is the perfect lighting the time. Golden the golden hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. I, she's, yeah. I'm sure if I don't have a good idea at that time, but. <laughs> that is me. My brain stops working. Our messages to each other around anytime four o'clock or after, we're like, what's the word? I can't find it. Like, no. No. <laughs> no. And it's, and like today we have a, a different, like today we have a different setup because we're doing um, afternoon recording too, which we typically don't do. And it's just going to be like, by the end of the day, I think we're both going to be like fried. And I'm actually glad something that I was committed to tomorrow got canceled because of the weather. And I'm like, this is actually probably a good thing because I would not be a. Yes, exactly. So then how do you, thank you for that transition, by the way. That was very good. (laughs) How do you prevent yourself from doing that in your life? I don't. (laughs) I don't. Here's the thing. I've also, in the last couple of years, started saying yes to everything. I mean, it's, it, and maybe not anything dodgy, but before anybody runs with that. But, um, like, I've started really saying I'm going to be in a play. Oh, I didn't say this to you guys. It, what a disaster. I'm terrified of acting. It's a school production. For 20 years, my drama teacher, who's the vice principal, has been trying to get me to go in a play. He's, you'd be great. I said, get away from me. It's terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And then it. And then at the beginning of this year, I remember being on a live or I remember talking and I said, he asks me every year, I didn't think we'd be doing a play this year. So I thought I was at least a year out. And I said, the next time he asks, I'm going to say yes, because it scares me. Yep. And since it scares me, I'm going to do it. It's, there's nothing bad that's going to happen other than me possibly sucking, yep. but I'm going to do it. He asked me, and now unfortunately he didn't ask me, normally teachers have like minor roles. But because of COVID and all of this stuff that's go on, there's been a couple of kids that can't do it at all. And they were kids, one of the kids, it's Lynn Nottage's play Sweat. And one of the kids was pretty much the second most common or most significant character. Yep. Yep. So that's who I'm playing. That's who you are, of course. What an I, amazing opportunity for courage. And here's the thing. So this is what we talk about. We talk about saying instead of, I have to do this, for, I get to like infuse the, this is the fake until you make it. You're like, yes, I get to do this. And then you trick your brain into thinking that this is super something exciting. Yay. I'm talking about it right now and I'm sweating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, and I know that's the title of the play, but I'm physically <laughs> like the back of my neck. Cause that's it's a good scary. sweatshirt it's then. Fun. Let's push out the birch. That's good if you're sweating in your sweatshirt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A lot of people think that, why would you care? And it's true. I would talk to 5,000 people. I would love it. I wouldn't have a a moment of hesitation. Absolutely. Here's the difference. That's me. You're asking me to be in front of 5,000 people. One go with being me. Yeah, I don't have a fear of public speaking, but acting... You can be a bad actor. I've seen people get paid millions of dollars and I walk away from that going, wow, they must never watch that. They must be so horrified that they did. 
And now I'm in front of my students. Everybody's very upset. You think your mom or your girlfriend or whoever's going to be, they're going to be embarrassed. I said, no, all those people are fine. I don't want to suck in front of my students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. And I so relate to that because I did a drama one semester in high school. And that was the thing is I'm like, I have no problem getting up on stage. I have no problem being. I felt like I was doing, I felt fake trying to yeah. act and be somebody else. And so it felt out of alignment. And I was like, this feels really fake. And it well, feels wrong. Like, remember all the words. <laughs> like, that's where I'd be like, mm, no. There, that's why I sucked at Spanish, too, is because I took four years of Spanish. And I was like, I feel like it's cultural appropriation that I'm trying to speak oh Spanish right. That's what it feels like to me. You I'm like, were in Tampa. You needed I was, to know how to speak I was Spanish. murdering the language. And I felt like I was being disrespectful by being a poser. That's what right. it felt like. But like me. in a state where there's a hell of a lot of Spanish speaking. I'm just telling you how I felt. I get it. I get it. Yeah, and the memorization of the lines is a big deal too. Like we were, we're going to be rehearsing an awful lot more after the break. But before the break, I'm like, Ryan, why are we doing this every day? He's like, what do you mean? I said, we should be rehearsing two hours a day, every day. Saturday. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to be fine. I said, I don't, listen, I don't know why we're undervaluing this. We need to raise whatever DEFCON we're at. We need to go <laughs> You're going to regret saying that because the two weeks beforehand, you are in there yeah, for two there hours. Is day, yeah. <laughs> well, my name is Anna helping you. In. I will move in. Yeah, sure. Just go no live with it. You need to play on your own. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's timing and it's other people in the room and it's other, you need a flow to it. Yep. So I can do this just sitting home reading the play. Yeah. I need people. Yeah. Anna helping you to get over some of those. We haven't done, we haven't read lines together yet because I'm also, what's the word for it? I'm going to run out of vocabulary here. I'm very egocentric. I want to be good at something and I sure as hell want to be good at something in front of Anna. Even though she has all of this skill to offer, I don't want to suck. So I have, I'm very self-conscious in front of her. It's like when she tries to teach me a dance that I can't do. She's I'm a teacher. Let me teach you. I said, no, thank you. Can you just film it? <laughs> I'm going to go away and I'm going to get mediocre. And then I'll let you teach me. Yep. But when I really suck, no, thank you. Uh, yep. I'll go do it by myself. Yep. And she adores you. And what it's like for people it's right. like in the play, like right. the kids in the play. Yes. Yes. So tell me, what are some of the things that the schools are wanting you to come and talk about? What are your favorite topics that you're like, I want to be on stage talking about this all the time? A lot of it has to do with gender and identity and even talking of any kind of issue where the school itself, and we know this, and we pretend like it doesn't exist, but of course it does. Any kind of homophobia or gender identity or gender identity sort of discrimination or anything mm -hmm. like that. Kids are coming up against it, but I promise you it's not the kids. Nine times out of 10, it's something that an adult is telling them because yep. kids, for the most part, could give a crap. And they start to give a crap usually when they hit puberty and they know they're supposed to give a crap. Yep. And I feel like those are my areas that I really want to speak to and I get very passionate about. I also love talking about politics. So if schools want to talk about kids getting not I, I'm not going to talk about parties or even policy essentials of what, what's a democracy look like and what do you need? And when people talk about freedom, what does that mean? Like all of these. You're talking stuff. about civics mm -hmm. versus yeah. politics. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, do you watch Survivor at all? I have. I actually, if this is funny, 
I haven't watched this season. And I heard that there's, is there a trans yes. competitor? Yes. And so it just started on Wednesday. And so we watch it as a family. And so yeah. we watched it last night with the boys. And when, you know, they're doing, he's, they're at a camp, the campfire at night. And he's like, I'm going to tell you a campfire story today. He's going through his story. And so my kids are seven and 10 and they're like, wait, what? So wait, he was a girl first. How do you like, and they couldn't wrap their brains around. And I was like, yes, he was born a girl. It, and he even, I just let him share his story. Like I was like, just listen. And, and then at, when he was done sharing his story, I was like, do you guys have any questions? Anything you want to talk about? And they're like, no, I'm good. They're like, no. they're like, like okay, he, I just, I, he was born yeah. a girl. Now he's a boy. And they were like, oh, and he applied for the show back then, too, when he was a girl. Yep. And they're like, oh, OK, cool. Yep. Boom, done. I, I just had this conversation with Samantha in the car the other day because a lot of times when they'll bring up the boy girl stuff, I'm like, we talk about gender is fluid. Like you can be born one way, but feel another way. And literally a two minute conversation in the car. She's OK. Yes. And then like we just talk about we normalize it because I don't ever want another child. It is normal. And I don't ever want another child to feel like they would be out of place when they're near one of my kids. Like we talk about that in a way to, so that they are armed with the nice things to say. Yes. Yeah, I think it, it's funny because I, so for my grade 12 politics class, their ISP is real life survivor, but in the school, it's like a mix of big brother and survivor. <laughs> and, and it's very, and, and they have to write analysis and stuff like that. But I make them involve everybody in the school and we have competitions and we have we have physical competitions and educational competitions and they vote somebody out every week. And the, the whole we have tried that. Amazing. I want to be I want to be a 12th grade student in Joe's politics class. But not too, not too long ago, a few years ago, I had a parent because it got a little sometimes it gets messy because sometimes kids get super hurt feelings because they got lied to or they got right like it, it gets messy. And I had a parent call me and say, I don't know if this is a good thing for the kids to learn. And I said, sometimes I err on that. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, but but this is a great thing for the kids to learn. What are they willing to do? What kind of morals and values are they willing to chuck out the window in order to win a stupid game in Politics 12? I think it has incredible value. Oh, my God. I, uh, and for the most part, it's fun. But yeah. I had two guys that that had a bit of a falling out in their actual friendship because of... <laughs> no way. That just yeah. says that their friendship wasn't as strong as they thought it was. Right? Well, and yet a valuable lesson. But it's a huge lesson. Yeah. And it's better it is. now about a stupid game in Politics 12 than 10 well, years down the line. I don't know. Absolutely. I think it all has incredible value. And I think it's interesting, like, because the winner gets 100 on the ISP. That's the only prize. And but it's not to say that other kids can't get 99 if they write the analysis and they keep they do all the academic portions. So literally, it could be the difference of a percent. But what are you with? What are you willing to do for that percent or that 5% or whatever? And it's incredibly astounding what kids are just willing to chuck it all. I had one kid that did. Are you guys big brother fans? I've seen it. Yeah. I, so there was like, I don't even know that Survivor was still on the air. That is how uh, far removed I am from. Explain it. <laughs> you know, there was a big brother guy, Dr. Mike, who constantly said, you should vote me out. You should vote me out because I'm lying to everybody. So vote me out now. Big Brother's the house one, right? Like they all live in yeah. the house together. Yeah. Okay. And he won because people kept, because he was being so obvious. They're like, obvious. He's saying Reverse that. psychology. 
I had a student play the exact same card for the whole time and he won. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Oh, I love, well, I know. I love that stuff. It's just a, the whole human interaction I, and dynamic. I, I won't watch Big Brother, <laughs> but I'll watch Hoarders. That's where my life fascination with people oh, plays out. That's, yeah, no, but it, it all is, and I know it's not real, and I know it's manufactured and manipulated and yada, yada. But it's still, it, it's an interesting watch to watch a dynamic. People are like, Joanna, Big Brother Canada's coming out. Why don't you apply? I said, I would get kicked out 37 seconds. <laughs> I, I would walk in and somebody would say something and I wouldn't be able to contain my actual personality. And I don't think it comes off nicely to everybody. I think people would be like, oh, she has a big mouth or she has an opinion or I'd be out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first out would not even blink twice. Hey, hey there. This is Sarah Madras of Sarah Madras Coaching. The mission of Sarah Madras Coaching is to build brave leaders who create courageous cultures. At SMC, our team is committed to equipping leaders, businesses, organizations, and teams with the mindset and courage skills to have really complicated conversations that you need to have but have been avoiding. Ready to work with us at Sarah Madras Coaching? Then you can check out our free Facebook group at Brave Leaders Dare to Lead. You can hire us to come in and facilitate trainings and workshops within your organization, or you can do one-on-one -on -one coaching and leadership development with me over here at sarahmadras.com. Most business leaders won't get it, but I know you will if you learn to trust your team. Trust is money. I dare you to leave. So if you could be on any reality show, which one would it be? Can I move in with the Kardashians? Yeah. I've moved in with Scott Disick for a while. <laughs> Not a Kardashian, really. I think Scott is still messy enough to be fun. I just heard, did you guys hear, obviously, the whole Kim Kardashian telling everybody to work hard? Did you guys hear this? No. No. I mean, uh, she, she was on an interview with something and she goes, What's your advice to women that want to work or want to start a business or whatever? And she goes, actually get off your butt and work hard. Like people don't work hard. I work in 24 anyways. And the list of people that have come down on her is uh, hilarious. But I want to be around the Kardashians when they were messy. Right. You know what I mean? Like when Courtney hit Kim with her purse, like hard. Like I want to be around... Those Kardashians, because those seem like fun Kardashians. Now everything's so perfect and so produced. I'm like, are you guys all this boring? Is that right. what it is? Right. I want to hang out with Chloe and make sure she never dates an asshole again. That's right. Yeah. Yes. There are so many times that I'm watching reality TV shows and I'm like, oh, I want to work with you. Oh, I want to work with you. Let me help you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I guess the only reality TV that we really watch is like Gordon Ramsay. We're not like... <laughs> I can't I, believe, I forgot say, I love Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac. I'll go hang out with Giselle. I'll go hang out with Candy. I'll go hang out with all those women. So I love it. Here's I a funny it. tidbit <clears throat> because I'm from Potomac. And wow. the well, I, I am, the show is actually not filmed in Potomac. <laughs> it's, right. it's not. Of course it's not. I believe it's the, I believe it's McLean a lot of, so, and it's really not representative because honestly, like the real money in Potomac would never be on a reality show. I know Dan Snyder, 15 minutes for my parents and he's the owner of the Redskins and they know, like you just wouldn't, yeah. and there's a lot, like here's where they do get it. There is a shit ton of money in Potomac. 
Because yeah. like you're talking about not just like the business and like the old money of people who, because it was colonies and all that stuff from those days, yeah. but we're talking about all of the the lobbyists and the government adjacent because Washington, D.C. is the seat of the right, federal right. government. And so you have all the congressmen and senators and all of those those government adjacent. There's a shit ton of money. Yeah. And we didn't live in that. We didn't live in that side of Potomac. We lived in low class Potomac. Joke. Hmm? Yeah. You had you had that money. Why would you be on? Exactly. Right. You're right. on to make money. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there was a hullabaloo right. when they started that show because everybody was like, everybody who's from Potomac was like, this is not Potomac. Sure. <laughs> but, but nobody, am I really watching that, thinking that? No, right. I think right. that was wicked funny. And I just yes. think it yeah. Agreed. That, Agreed. You know what I, I mean? Like, I, they're quick. Their wit is funny. Their, the banter is funny. I, that's who I just kind of want to be in that space. Same with Atlanta. I would like to be in that space. But I remember when David Foster, the big music guy, he was married to one of the housewives. Mm -hmm. And then they got a divorce. And I'm like, he doesn't want to be on this show. He doesn't want his life opened up on this show. He's a cabillionaire, works with rock stars. This is not going to serve his image well ever. And all of a sudden they got it. Yep. Yep. You know, so true. So true. There was one of so, the ladies from Atlanta. I want to guest star on one, but not have people follow me around filming me. I had somebody do that for a day for a reel, my speaker reel. Right. And he, they sent him in. He followed me around. And I was like, this is super weird. I was like, you're just taping me walking my kids into summer camp i was like this is right. so uncomfortable how do people do this all day for like long periods of time well, is that one of the real i think it was atlanta that she's an actress and then she like guest starred on glee was the opposite the jane lynch's character was the coach opposite anyway i don't remember I, from atlanta yeah i believe it was from atlanta crap i can't remember her name i need more coffee today this is irrelevant joe can just edit this part out <laughs> And done. Oh, this is gold. What are you talking about? I don't know what I would do if somebody followed me around with a kid. I had a, a woman, I was out the other day and a few people will come up to me about TikTok and we were, Ed and I were in a store picking something out and a lady came up to me very excited to meet me and said, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, Ed and I both did this. <laughs> like, what? On Instagram? Like, I, I have a a decent number of followers on Instagram. I've never had anybody come up to me about Instagram before. And I'm just like, you didn't come from, I assumed all of my followers on Instagram came from TikTok, but apparently, right. apparently not. Organic Instagram. You can never, I can never have an off day because a lady messaged me and she said, I'm, I didn't say hi to you, but you were ordering your food at Taco Bell, but I was, I really wanted to say hi to you whatever. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I can never be a jerk ever. Yep. You can never have a bad day. You can never have never. a mood. No. Yes. And it's, yes. and I think that's one of the things, but I think that is one of the things that TikTok, that you can get away with on TikTok because you can go on TikTok and be like, I'm having a fucking day. I well, need to, I just like, that is the one platform and you could even make a reel about it on Instagram and be okay with that, but you can't just like well, you honestly, on Instagram. From my experience of, of working with business owners on that mindset and coaching, that's what keeps a lot of business owners small. Yep. Yep. Is they yep. are like, I don't want to get too big to where then I can't be at freaking Taco Bell ordering my shit and have a moment and not have to worry about, oh, my God, who's seeing me or I can't leave the house without looking a certain type of way. Or like, and it keeps really amazing business owners who could have huge impact. It keeps them just playing small at this level because of that yeah. right there. Yeah, I no, 100 percent. I fear it so much. I just I'm just cognizant of it. 
Like, I don't, when I go out in public, it's not like before when I went out in public, I was an ass. Right. I just think, I just, you're a little bit more, I want to make sure my hat matched my outfit, maybe, but I dress like a bum anyway, so that's okay. I I went out, it was so funny, I was getting glasses, I'll put up the TikTok later, what did that, I lost my vision in a year. I feel like I went from amazing to, oh my God, I can't see anything. Anyway, so I'm doing it and I'm dressed like this. And for those who are listening, I have a hat on, a t-shirt, a hoodie or whatever. And we're picking out glasses. And I said, which second pair do you think I should get? And she's, what do you normally wear? And she's very sweet and lovely. She goes like, this? Is this what you put? <laughs> I'm that like, so funny. Is, is this how you usually dress? Wow. <laughs> And I said, um, yeah, I'm ca- I'm casual. Is that what you're looking for? I'm not wearing dressing up, but I thought that was so funny. But I'm like, yep. when you are, and this is the difference, I think, between regular celebrity who becomes famous for a role mm-hmm. or a sport or uh, a musician, nobody knows them. You know what I mean? They aren't real people. They're, we We idolize them for the things they can do or the way they made us feel in that moment. But we don't know that whereas... I genuinely think what I do on TikTok is just, just me. It's always me. Mm, so yep. for someone to be surprised that I'd be fighting with somebody about politics in Oshawa, it doesn't make, of course, that would be exactly what yeah. I would do. So yes, don't feel as controlled by it because I've never fashioned sort of an image for yeah. TikTok. It just happened the way it did. So I feel a little freer there. Do you, do you ever, because I... I totally hear all that and feel all that. I think it's the lack of privacy is what people, yeah. is what uh, keeps people sure. playing small. So how do you handle that? I don't know. I, I don't think about it. Anna thinks about it way more than me because, and some of my, some of my friends on TikTok or whatever, people that have been following me forever will say, Joanna, when you are outside your house, I can figure out where you live from this landmark and this landmark. And I'm like, who's coming to my house? What are they going to do in front of my house? Talk about jump. <laughs> Okay, I'll make a great TikTok. I don't know right. who would care that much. And I don't feel, I, I just don't feel that intrusion. I think maybe if I had kids, maybe I'd be a little bit more protected, but probably not because they just- I No, exactly. <laughs> my kids have their own hashtags on social media. We walk around my town and people recognize my daughter because yeah. they like, they, and so I think that there comes a level of acceptance that you're like, look, I know that I don't have any privacy anyway. So I'm just going to go about doing my thing. And I also know to be true that like all of these like psycho crazy stalkers, like in reality, statistically speaking, it's probably not going to happen to me because I'm not that important. And like, cool. Yeah, exactly. I don't (laughs) think anybody's knocking at my door. I think maybe a handful, but I don't really think about that. And I also don't think when I'm out in public, I'm out in public. Right. Don't care if you take a picture of me. There's an no expectation of privacy. Mm-hmm. What What do I care? I'm going, what, to the grocery store and I look like garbage? Great. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People care about that are the people that have an image that they've created and crafted to perfect. I have no such image. I have mm-hmm. a created illusionary person. Right. I just am who I am. So I think it would be sometimes what I don't like, I think, when I do lives and I do a lot of conversational stuff, I'm very much aware of how people could pull out sections of a conversation. And take it out of context. And weaponize it. A hundred percent. Like I was talking about mouse and I was talking about the Holocaust and things like that on one of my lives. And somebody was asking questions in a weird way. And I'm like, I feel like they're trying to get me to say certain things. Yeah. 
so that they can pull it and they can clip it. And then, sure. And then I get uncomfortable. Yeah. But you can't. That's, Mm -hmm. again, if you're only going to show four seconds of a conversation, you're not going to show the thing. I think a healthy level of skepticism. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. I love it. Another great conversation. I know. I'm so sorry I was late. You guys can have me any other time. Whatever you want. You are welcome back anytime. Seriously, we uh, these are always fun, I think. we. I would love to come back and talk, and I'm going to do a podcast. I would love to talk about what's going on in Florida. I, would lo- yes. I don't know how your show gets, but I would love to talk about those things as well, if you guys ever have yes. that. That's part of your programming. I was actually thinking about that when you were talking about, like, that you want to go and talk about things, like, that are LGBTQ-focused, and I'm like... And then we said something about Sarah and Florida. I was like, do we want to talk about this right now? I feel like that's going to open another can of worms because. Well, I, I want to uh, do it intentionally, not. Not on the fly. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, we can totally plan that. I'm I'm down for it. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming back on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'm so sorry for being late. No it's worries. All, all is forgiven. It is all forgiven. <laughs> and we'll figure out a time to come on your show and you'll come back on our show yeah, and we'll just make this a regular yeah. thing. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Love all right. That. Enjoy the rest of your March break. Yes. Have fun on the rest of your break. <laughs> I'll see what kind of trouble. Like I, I might go to a Comic-Con. That's as exciting as Ooh. my Nice. Fun and exciting. All right, Joe. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And and you you do you, boo. boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.